Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. All right. Hey, it's Monday. Getting ready for uh, Thursday night, and we're getting ready for the Alabama 200, and I got Kyle Magna on the other side all the way up at PA. Welcome, Kyle. Hey, Rowdy. How's it going? Man, I tell you, uh, Kyle already been to the racetrack today. First time at Montgomery, and I'm ashamed to say it. What a wonderful little track. I'm telling you, Kyle, uh, pretty impressive there what Stan's got in their group. And kind of tell you how the night's going to roll, guys. We got three guests. You know, we're committed to three guests now each time. Kyle, and we're going to start off with Caden Honeycutt. He's going to be there driving for uh, Jet Motorsports. Uh, already got an interview. Well, I've already interviewed, and i got to download it onto my YouTube page and uh, TikTok with uh, JoJo Wilkerson. She's going to be racing their teammates this weekend. A pretty stout group of racers. Uh, Kyle, uh, something to pay attention to. It's going to be a great weekend in, in Montgomery. The weather's going to be perfect, and I'm looking forward to sending you the stuff and keeping everybody updated on what's going on in Montgomery. But we got Caden coming out, calling in here pretty quick, and then we got uh, Tim uh, Monroe calling in from uh, Fast Track Racing, and then Kyle, uh, the race director at the for the uh, Montgomery Motor Speedway at the Alabama 200. Uh, Nicholas Rogers calling in there at 6:45. So we're pretty action-packed night tonight, guys. I'm excited because I got to hear the race cars go round and round a little bit, Kyle. Rowdy, I'll be hearing race cars not this weekend, unfortunately. I cannot make Port Royal's opening day. Um, really disappointed not making it, but um, you know they understand. And uh, hoping that to make my outdoor debut uh, next Sunday, March 13th at Williams Grove Speedway, that looks like that's going to be my my first one of the year, at least outdoors. Uh, and then, uh, Rowdy, we got racing every weekend now. Lincoln's back up and running. They're running every week now. And uh, Port Royal will be running every week. Williams Grove will be following suit then. And then Sealands Grove at the end of the month, Sunday, March 27th, before 10 sprint cars show up. And then also don't forget about the icebreaker uh, for the short track super series at Sealands Grove on uh, Saturday, March 19th. So there's a lot going on, um, especially in the month of March. It's still a little chilly here, but uh, hopefully the weather just cooperates and uh, we get to see some racing. Well, Kyle, you know, with that being said, I'm going to jump in the car, head to uh, Op Alabama for the Rattler next weekend. So not going to let up. All month. Now, it's about, nice to all have racing back. Yeah. That's right, guys. If we're, with that being said, last year was my first year as a Rattler, and I, hey, everybody that viewed all my YouTube stuff loved it. So I'm going back, looking forward to being back at the Rattler. And uh, Kyle's just another one of those tracks that, man, you have to get back to each year. 
a lot going on, and then we got April coming up, and Big Diamond opens up in Mahoning Valley Speedway, so we got a lot going on here, and thankfully, uh, racing's back, and, you know, you know, NASCAR's back and rolling, they're on the West Coast still, and I'm here on a chilly East Coast waiting for racing to start, and uh, hopefully the weather cooperates, like I said, um, it's always a crapshoot this time of the year in Pennsylvania. Sometimes you get a snowstorm. Sometimes it's 75 degrees. You just don't know. So, uh, man, it's my birthday's around the corner, too. So, uh, March Madness, you got it. I'm there. And uh, a lot going on. So, uh, yeah, March is a good time of the year. You know, the racing season kicks off in Pennsylvania. And I've never made it opening day at Williams Grove before, so I'm really looking forward to that. Kyle, uh, looks like we got... Let's see. About 39 entries in on this uh, Pro Late model at uh, Alabama 200 entry list. Pretty impressive group of racers. I'm telling you, Kyle, keeping up with uh, last year with some of the guys. I mean, all the big hitters are here in the uh, Pro Late models. Uh, like Caden Honeycutt's going to be on. John Boland's going to be there. Uh, JoJo Wilkerson's going to be there. Uh, Steve Nassie, he's, he's, I think he was a late entry today, so I think that may have made the 40th. I don't see him. I think this was printed before he actually jumped in here. So, yeah, and... They give all the what I think this is the fifty sixth year. Some of the winners, Red Farmers won this race in uh, nineteen sixty one. Kyle Augie Grills got it. He had three in a row. No, four in a row. Two thousand and eight to two thousand eleven. Chase Elliott won it in twenty thirteen. Chase Elliott won it in twenty fifteen. And then Augie Grill come back and won it in 2019. Jake Garcia won it 2020. Dave a lot Mater. of winners there, Rowdy. I, I'm telling you, Dave Mater. Uh, you know, and I, we was talking a few minutes about JoJo calling them for Caden, their teammates this weekend. But uh, we talked a few minutes about she's got, got three races. I guess they're with the East and with Bill McAnally. She's going to return with him. Uh, she's going to run a full season with Jet Motorsports and the late models. So wherever they're at, all season long, she's running with them. I, I think, hey, Kyle, I think that's a good move. You know, uh, she's getting to race in something uh that's that her dad didn't bring you know something completely different she's and, and and that you know kyle pretty much race car drivers have to adapt to different cars and situations and that's what it's all about there's a lot of drivers there from what you've been saying and uh you know it's crazy you know, how many people are there and how many drivers are showing up. Well, it's the first race of the season, Kyle, for a lot of drivers here. So 
So uh, mm-hmm. the weather's perfect. They say that's going to happen, and I think you're going to see a couple more jump in here before uh, Saturday's race. And we got we got Nicholas going to tell us about all the other events going around. And Kyle, look, everybody's been locked up all winter. Beautiful, beautiful weekend. Chamber of Commerce, this is one to get out and be part of. I think they're going to have a good crowd. There's been a lot of good crowds, Rowdy. It doesn't matter where it's been, Daytona, the local short tracks. It seems like people are starting to go out again and see more racing. Yeah, Kyle. I, I explained it. They, now they're afraid they may not get to spend their money, so they better spend it themselves now. So, I mean, I've seen the crowds. We all was at the racetrack before all this hit. Nowhere did I see the crowds that I'm seeing now, people showing up for the racetrack, Kyle. I mean, it's just, uh, and this weekend will be another one, but you take New Smyrna, they had, what, Kyle, two weeks of solid racing over there and raced on a Tuesday night. What was it, 10 days? Yeah. 11 days? 11 days, and then they still drawing a good crowd the following Tuesday night when Arkham Menard's East Series rolled in there. I mean, it was a good crowd. Go to East Bay. I'm telling you, every seat that was just about took up. Two nights in a row with 73 super late models on dirt showing up. And you had some good last chance races. That's what really made for some great racing. But when you go there, you better be prepared for for the sandstorm it's coming, Kyle. Yeah, I'm written, I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to getting back to all these PA tracks and, you know, see what, what they have to offer and, and see who is going to be some of the big and the, the hot shoes on the track and see who's going to be dominating this year. <clears throat> well, Kyle, I hate you didn't get to go to uh, Port Royal. Steve runs a pretty good show over there, don't he? Yeah, it's a good one, Rowdy, and, uh, you know, I just want to say thank you to the racetrack for allowing us in last year, um, really at a crucial time, believe it or not, right right around the Juniana County Fair um, with the Tuscarora 50 coming up. It was just great timing, and to go to able to go to the Labor Day Classic was, was awesome. Uh, 39 cars were there, 49, 39 410s, and uh, the Tuscarora 50 um, was able to make two of those nights in the world of, and one night of the World Outlaws, so... Um, definitely rewarding and humbling to uh, able to be to go to those tracks and you know hopefully we'll get to port royal at some point this year and uh you know hopefully get back there and and see some more races because they have a really good schedule out for the season well kyle humbling man to get to meet steve who was from port royal promoter of the year and to get to spend a little time with him and talk about you and you covering the track and Hey, when you said you got to meet him, I hung around. We met him. We got we got a good little conversation in. Let me see if this is our guest, Kyle. All right, he sets up. We're just going to see. Uh, he's going to set us up, and uh, you know, a lot going on here in Pennsylvania. We like I said, we have the we have the icebreaker in Lincoln. 
over the weekend and uh won by Freddie Raymer on Sunday. Uh his one of you know, he's won there multiple times. You know, the Raymer's no no uh stranger to uh to Lincoln and Rowdy, I think you have our first guest. Absolutely, Kyle. I'd like to welcome to the show, back to the Rowdy Maglite show, Caden Honeycutt going to be racing in the Alabama 200 this weekend. How are we doing there, Caden? Well, I'm doing great, Rowdy. How about yourself? Man, Caden, hey, it's always good to see you at the racetrack, friend. I mean, where else can you go that there's everybody's trying to be a winner? Dude, that, that's that's what's incredible about being at the racetrack. Yeah, we just uh, we got a really good car today. We uh, we did some runs. We had some uh, steering rack problems um, at the start of the at the start of the day, but we got those resolved right at the end, and uh, we were able to turn some really good laps on some tires that were messed up during the day. And uh, yeah, we'll, and then we turned some laps in the modified as well. That car felt all right. We're gonna adjust on that a little bit more, but uh, but yeah, we have a really good pro car for for Saturday. We're gonna fine tune on it for tomorrow as well. So, Caden, you're you're racing this weekend for Jet Motorsports. What's it What's it like to be able to come to the track and let Jet take care of it? And you just be the driver. Yeah, well, I like the driver and crew. Um, that's what I did all on speed weeks as well. And uh, I was crewing on the on their pro car and also driving the super a couple of nights here and there. And then, uh, fortunately, I got to drive the pro car the last two races. Um, but yeah, they're they're awesome people. I love racing for this team. Uh, I tested with them a few years ago and never got to race with them uh, a while back. But now that the opportunity has came, uh, approached us, we have uh, we've taken it, and we're going to do as much as racing that we can with them. Um, I'd rather race with them more than any other, anybody else right now. So um, yeah, it's just great people. I love this team. I love the people, and we just work really great together. And, um, we're just going to keep on improving and hopefully uh, get more opportunities like this too, whether it's a pro or a super late model race. Well, uh, you know, I've, Caden, I've been fortunate enough to be able to follow them in all the, the, the All American 400 and to the Snowball Derby, and man, they they bring a they bring a class car to the race. Uh, what's it like being teammates with JoJo Wilkerson? Oh, you know, I think she did pretty good today. Um, you know, we. We're having uh, somewhat of the same feedback. We're on, on two different things uh, here and there. But, um, but, yeah, I think she did pretty well. We'll just have to uh, see who, uh, who who does better. And I, uh, hopefully I, I get to do a lot better. Hopefully I can go out and uh, do a really good job in qualifying, start up front, and, you know, uh, hopefully lead all 200 laps and win the dang race. That's pretty much my plan. Um, so we'll just uh, we'll see. We'll, uh, I think – no matter what, we'll have two good cars uh, for the 200. We'll just have to see um, which one's better. Now, hopefully, that will be us. Hey, Caden, you got Kyle here. Uh, my first question for you is: uh, Is there any particular race that you have circled on your calendar this year? Well, um, I, I don't know. That's hard to say. Like, I, there's a couple of car series races for the late model stocks that I, I like, but. Leaving the cars to out, I would say for the late models, I would definitely say hopefully the Derby again at the end of the year, uh, maybe the All American 400, um, maybe Winchester. I don't know. I, I haven't really thought about Winchester hard enough, but uh, yeah, the All American Snowball and um, uh, one or two races that I haven't really looked into. So there's probably uh, two or three races that I have circled that I would like to attend. 
in the pro or super late models, whether um, they would like whichever one that they would like to run. So my second question is: is what what is your main goal in racing? I mean, what where would you where do you see yourself ending up when this is all said and done? Well, hopefully, I'm at the level of where I've wanted to be since I was eight years old, which is be a, a cub driver. Hopefully, in uh, you know the next four or five or six years, whether how long it takes me. Um, you know, as a as a person, as a life standpoint, racing teaches you a lot about life and uh, uh, and how to. Uh, communicate how to work with people and you know it, it just teaches you a lot about competitiveness and want to and um, racing has taught me a lot throughout my life I think probably more than school has <laughs> to be honest so um, yeah I've learned I've learned a lot just about life in general and racing and uh, just uh, knowing the respect of people how what you get back and um, just growing as a person and as an individual uh, towards society and life my last question is a follow-up, actually. Um, you mentioned school. Um, how is that going for you, and, and how are you able to balance racing and school at the same time? Well, uh, thankfully, I'm a senior, and I'm going to graduate this year. Um, I manage my time as best as I possibly can, trying to um, take days off, and I need to take days off and get my work done while I'm not at school on weekdays. But, uh, but yeah, I manage school and time very well. We, uh, My mom helps me out a lot with that. I appreciate her uh, doing that for me and uh, help, staying on top of me and helping me with my schoolwork if I needed it. So uh, I've, I've balanced school out for the last couple of years very well, and um, I'm just going to continue that for a couple more months, and uh, I'll, we'll be able to uh, be just fine and graduate here in the next couple of months. Hey, Caden, to uh, see what you got going and knowing what you've accomplished so far. Uh, let's talk about the people that's helped you get to where you're at, because you know it's it's like you're the quarterback, but you got to have people in place to do all the other stuff that it takes to be a race car driver. Yeah, I just appreciate my mom and dad. First of all, they've uh, they've sacrificed so much for me, and I appreciate them very much. Uh, Rod at Raceface, um, appreciate his work the last couple of years for me. Um, Solid Rock Carriers, uh, Kirk Ipock, um at Motorsports. Uh, friends of Jack on Dennis Murphy. Um, I, I mean, it's all my sponsors, my friends, family, my girlfriend that supports me so much. Um, I just appreciate everybody that's, uh, that supports me and helps me out. Hopefully we'll continue and uh, have a great uh, 2022 and hopefully years beyond that. So before you get gone, uh, the last victory lane was in you, Smyrna, and that right, heart to heart, 100? Yes, sir. All right, so you know how to get to Victory Lane. Oh, uh, we do. We sure do, and we're going to be able to do it on Saturday. I'm, uh, I'm very confident in our car. Caden, tell everybody where they can follow you and keep up with you this weekend. Uh, go to my Facebook, com. Also, my website, com, has all my merchandise, um, uh, all my interviews, everything you can keep up with me. Uh, all my social media platforms go to my website. Also, on Instagram, is CadenHoneycut10. Twitter is Caden uh, W Honeycut. I keep up Twitter. I've gotten better at Twitter, and uh, that's all I got. And also, I've added a TikTok. It's Caden uh, Honeycut Ten. Well, Caden, I got TikTok too, Rowdy Maglite. So let's get. So I'll get something put together, and we'll do some TikToks. Okay. Hey, it's what drives right. people to our page, Caden. Thanks a lot for being a part of the Rowdy Maglite show tonight, my friend.
Yes, sir. I love always coming up on here and talking to you, Roddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Thanks, Looking Katie. forward to seeing you tomorrow, dude. Yes, sir. All right, Caden Honeycutt, guys. Racing for Jet Motorsports. Great weekend coming up, guys, at the Alabama 200. Looking forward to it. All right, uh, Kyle, that's one down for tonight. Caden, is it going to be in that number nine? I didn't. Even, we didn't even talk about that number, but he's going to be in the number nine jet car. You said that's pretty. It's a good ride, right, Rowdy? Yeah, he's going to be fast. Uh, he's going to be fast. Those cars are always, Kyle. That that's a team, bro. You know, the cups cups. You judge by the alphabet. He's in the A-team. He's got a car. he got a car to get him there. Rowdy, who else are you looking at as, as a possible favorite for the race? Well, hey, you know, JoJo's got a lot of experience there. Uh, John Bolin's got a lot of experience there. You know, uh, I, it's hard to say. I mean, we got Justin Bonnet. He's got uh, the Yuri group there, dad and son working on that car. With uh, I mean, hey, some good drivers here, Kyle. Jake Garcia's here. He won it in 2020. It's going to be one heck There's of a race, There's a lot race, of heavy Kyle. hitters. I, I'm telling you. And then I look back at the, at the winners of this. I mean, Red Farmers down through here, Neil Bonnet, uh, Donnie Allison. I, I guess that. No. But when you get into Chase Elliott winning here. That, that's big. All right, uh, Kyle, we're waiting on Tim to call next. But, I, Kyle, I got this little clip from uh, this weekend's race from with Kyle. Kyle Larson interview is, is probably it's 17 minutes. But uh, I got Jeff Andrews. It's kind of a little six-minute thing. While we're waiting on Tim to call us, okay? All right. Good afternoon. We are going to get started here. I should say good evening um, with a 5 o'clock uh, time. Um, we are going to get started here with our post-race press conference. Um, we've now been joined by Jeff Andrews, who's the general manager of Hendrick Motorsports, and he's here to answer any questions you guys might have um, with today's win and um, race winner Kyle Larson. So, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on another Hendrick Motorsports victory. Kyle's back in the victory lane, obviously, um, you know, checking that box to get into the NASCAR playoffs later this season. Just tell us a little bit about today's race and just what it means for Kyle and Cliff to be back in victory lane so early in the season. Yeah, certainly um, to, um, you know, to come here the second race of the year and, um, you know, all the everything new going on with, with the vehicle and, and just everything that, that the teams have been working on, um, you know, all winter long. Very proud of 
everyone back um, in North Carolina that's, that's doing such an amazing job putting these race cars together for us and everything that we've been through in the offseason with the transition, certainly coming out here this early on and, uh, you know, having a successful day like we did um, with multiple cars, I, I think is as important as the win. But, um, you know, we're very proud of the way it played out, you know, for us there at the end and, and certainly had, uh, like I said, multiple cars there all day long. It kind of came and went. I think Cliff would probably tell you that it, you know, took he and the guys a little bit um, to get the car there. Probably not as good in the middle of the race as, uh, say, the nine and Allen and Chase were, but um, they made good gains on it uh, during the day and, and got to a good spot there at the end and uh, was able to capitalize on that last restart. So. All right. All right, everybody. I'd like to welcome our second guest for the show, Tim Monroe. Monroe, Tim's racing with at Phoenix with Fast Track Racing. Welcome, Tim. Hey, how are you guys doing? Man, Tim, doing great. Uh, your first race for the year of 2022 is going to be Phoenix. That's a pretty fast track and a, a heck of a place to start, Tim. What do you what, what do you think? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I've been there crewing since team. So, or 2020. So it'll be interesting to drive around it. So, Tim, what got you into racing? Because you went to UNA and graduated, but what what kind of drove you into the racing career? I I grew up. My grandpa used to race all the time, so he never let my dad race. So my dad always kind of have that racing thing so we went to racetracks all the time all of our buddies were in racing dirt cars so got a go-kart at an auction and started racing in 06 and ended up liking it so uh, tim what tracks was you racing at when you what what have you been racing dirt at Uh, you're a dirt racer yeah i've ran Pretty much all of the big tracks in Illinois for in a UMP mod. I've ran a lot of the go-kart tracks there. I've ran the outlaw carts at uh, St. Chris Speedway in Springfield and the Equestrian Center in St. Louis. And then on the Arca side, Springfield and the coin. <laughs> Whoa. What's it like slinging a stock car around the coin? Or I've been to both of those tracks. You know, they're horse tracks, and you're trying to race a stock car on a horse track. What's it? What's it like slinging that car around that track? Definitely a lot different compared to the dirt cars, because with those cars, you kind of want to keep it as straight as possible. You don't want to let it slide out like you do. And the best way to describe it is like a sled out there. Hey, Tim, you got Kyle here. Uh, my first question for you is, what's it been like working with Andy Hillenberg? It's been great. I started with him in 18, and he's helped me out quite a bit, let me go to races and stuff with my own car, and then show up to help him crew out later on. And He uh, gave me a chance a couple years ago to start driving for him, and uh, now I work full-time for him driving the hauler, working on cars. 
My second question is, um, out of all your racing experience, what is your favorite racetrack? I like my home track, Spoon River Speedway in the new Piedmont. That, that's always a fun track, high banked, three-eighths oval. And then the other one would probably be uh, Fairbury in Illinois. Just the tight bullring and competition level there is about the best you can get. Talk a little bit more about your ARCA experience. I know you don't have many starts, but what's what's been the most valuable thing that you've learned so far in being in one of those cars? Um, you got to learn that every car is different. Even though they may all look the same, they all drive different. you got to learn how each car acts, how you need to get it around the racetrack, depending on what racetrack you're at, if it's a road course or a short track or uh, dirt. So, uh, Tim, you're racing uh, at Phoenix. What other races are you planning on for 2022? Um, I don't know exactly all of them. I'm hoping to get to run Springfield and DeCoin again, seeing kind of where I'm from on the dirt side. and We've been getting better every year I've ran. So it would be nice to be able to run there again, hopefully – get top five or better this year. We've been jumping up. The uh, first time I ran, got 12. Second time, got eight. So hopefully we can get top five or better this year. What do you think about ARCA finishing the year at Toledo instead of Kansas? I mean, is that something that's crossed your mind, that the championship's going to Toledo? Um, yeah, I've always been in ARCA since it's gone to Kansas. I've never gone to Toledo at the end of the year. Uh, I've heard a bunch of people talk to how that used to be their schedule. And uh, they say it makes for an interesting last race on a short track. I, I think so, too, uh, Tim. I, I'm looking forward to it. You know, but they one of the things, other thing I heard is weather's tricky. But, you know, weather's tricky at Kansas. Every time I've been to Kansas, the wind is howled so hard. You can't hardly, you can't, I don't know how you hold them on the track. The wind is blowing so hard when they come through them turns. Yeah. I mean, just like when we run at Daytona, how many times have you been there and it's not rained? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably this year, first year we've had a little bit of relief. It, it, it was pretty nice. Uh, Tim, tell everybody that uh, let's talk about the guys that helped you get to where you're at now to do what you're doing? Uh, well, pretty much my dad and my grandma, they're, I wouldn't be anywhere without them, too. They pretty much have sponsored me from go-karts and up. I've had a few smaller sponsorships for the ARCA stuff, but besides that, it's only been them, too, helping me out. And tell everybody where they can follow you so they can keep up with you this year with Fast Track Racing. Um, my Facebook page is Timothy Monroe Racing, and my Instagram is um, Monroe Racing underscore four. All right, Tim, man, appreciate you coming on, being part of the show tonight. 
Thanks for having me. Hey, looking forward to watching you at uh, Phoenix, my friend. It's going to be a long day. Got to drive the hauler out, leaving Monday. Leaving Monday? How long is it going to take yeah. you to get there? Uh, 29, 30 hours, so about three days in the semi, doing a solo, tr- solo trip by myself out there and back. Yeah. So three days out, three days back. Makes for a long race day, don't it, Tim? Yep, and then we turn around. As soon as I get back here, we unload the cars and load up the Pensacola cars, and I hit the road again for Pensacola. So you'll be at the East Race? Yep, we're going to run three cars all season in the East and four cars in the main series all year. Andy's busy. Yep. That's great. These being seven races makes it a lot easier for us to run them all with more cars. Well, with that being said, y'all went and raced the East at New Smyrna, and then you come back and raced the Main, and everybody brought their car home in one piece. Yeah, about all we got was some nose damage. We had to replace the nose after qualifying. So we got through there pretty unscathed. We brought nine cars down. We brought nine cars back. All right, Tim. Thanks a lot for being part of the show tonight, my friend. Looking forward to seeing you. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, Tim. At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track. Felt like it today, Kyle, but if I was just two days earlier, they had the media. Today was media day at Montgomery Motor Speedway. And got to talk to a couple of drivers that showed up. Caden was one of them. Uh, JoJo was one. Oh, let's see. Who was the other driver? Tomorrow is pretty much when the, most of the... Well, everybody will be in tomorrow. It was four other cars that got to drive around, too. Kind of got there early. Sounds like you had a busy day today. Well, I did, Kyle. I got up, you know, got here at 11. I think I stayed till about 3, but, Kyle, there was no signal that I hope with my phone there. I mean, none. So now we're waiting on at 6.45. We got Nicholas Rogers calling in from uh, the race director for the Alabama 200. It's coming up this weekend, guys. I'm here now with it. Sounds like you're ready, Rowdy. I am, Kyle. Let's 
here. Well, Kyle, it's Las Vegas this weekend, baby. It's all about Vegas. I think the biggest storyline for me is going to be the return of Todd Bodine in the truck series, um, running for that second truck for Halmar Friesen Racing. One of six starts for him this year. He does have to make the race um, 36. I'm trying to see how many are. I'm trying to see how many they're starting, Rowdy. I think they're starting 36, so there'll be one going home. But Todd Bodine does have a champion's provisional available, I believe. So I'm not a surprise there. But, uh, yeah, a tough weekend last weekend for Hattori Racing at Daytona. Chase Purdy not making the race in that second truck. And uh, just some tough luck for some really good teams. So uh, Jordan Anderson's back this week in the truck race. You know, Matt Benedetto in the 25 for Rackley War. And Brett Holmes going to be in his own truck. So, uh should be interesting, and I know, Rowdy, we talked about a little bit, a little bit about it on Monday, but uh, Kyle Busch is going to be making his return to the truck, the 51 truck of Vegas, so he'll probably be the one to beat. So um, I know that he said before that, you know, about, you know, limiting cup drivers in Xfinity and truck, that if he stopped, if he was limited, not able to drive his truck in, in, in the truck series, he would shut his team down. So, um, you know, he likes to test his own stuff out, see how fast it is, and, and improve on it. So, uh, you know, so yeah, it's important. And uh looks like we have a nice entry list, though, for the truck race rowdy. I mean, if you go up and down it, there's really not a, not a, not a gun, not a driver that, you know, who has a shot at winning Ryan Priest, another one, another cup driver, or well, part time cup driver in the race. So, um, looks like we got some heavy hitters coming in and going to be interesting to see how this race goes Friday night. Kyle, you know what the good news after two years is all of this is. Racing is alive and well and doing good, you know, even up to the entries. I mean, the fans are there, the cars are there. Hey, now we've now we're in a perfect storm. It's like racing has been on the uprise, you know, since the since the pandemic and. Uh, you know, having having you know seeing the last well one well not seeing it but one of the last races before the pandemic hit in March 2020 was opening day at Williams Grove. So uh, you know that was basically the last race before the shutdown. So um, good to have racing back. You know, kind of on a semi-regular basis, and you know everything's in full swing now. Like I was saying, Lincoln's back in in town, and Port Royal's coming up, Williams Grove, Sealands Grove. So there's a lot going on, and just good to have racing back here in the state of Pennsylvania. Well, I mean, for me, Kyle, you take, uh, I've got Montgomery this weekend, the Rattler next weekend, uh, Atlanta and Wafflin between Atlanta and uh, the dirt track at Talladega. I mean, it's, March is full. I'm going to Disney World in April. I, I've got to shut down for the second week. Uh, but after that, it's going back at it again. The third week, we'll be at Talladega again, Kyle. And the Arkham and Art Series will be there as well. Uh, you know, it's going to be my first time back with the Arca group since the pandemic. They've had me shut out. Three races at Talladega. I missed the, the Arca. I missed two of the Arca races. Gotta change that, Rowdy. 
Well, hopefully everything goes right. We're in line to be at Big Bill's Garage. So, Kyle, you know, it's going to be another one of those. I'll send you all the information. And we're just going to do it. It's kind of going to be sketchy over here where I'm at because I, I don't have none. Once I get over there, I'm, I'm sunk for cell service. That's one of very few spots that we don't have cell service, but that it's, it's bad, Kyle. It's bad. Yeah, Roddy. I mean, anywhere you go, cell service is a problem at a racetrack. It's not just not just Talladega. Uh, it's everywhere. No. Um, it's everywhere. Yeah. It is. We well, where there is cell service on on race day, the broad, the broadband shrinks down so low it's hard to text anything out till late. Yeah, I mean sometimes that happens, and you gotta wait till after the race to post. But uh, that does happen, so nothing's no nothing new there. Well, Kyle, uh, this track's about two hours and fifteen minutes away from the house, which is, you know, that's not that far. It's nice, neat, and. Uh, they expecting a big crowd tomorrow or Saturday night. Looking forward to it, Rowdy. Hopefully you get a good showing this weekend. Well, at least the weather's broke, Kyle. We're, we're in March, dude. We're in March. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Las Vegas there, Kyle. What do you think about the cup race? Rowdy, uh, the thing about that is I think we've seen a little bit of what the cars are like at, a, at auto clubs, so hopefully we'll, uh, we'll see a little more at a Las Vegas and see where we're really at with the new car. I'm hey, I'm telling you, I believe this car was built for Kyle Larson. Now I think it, I think we're gonna see. Uh, he's got one for the year. He's already in the championship, but what last year he had ten wins. What's well, ten wins, Rowdy? I, I I see him repeating that, Kyle. I just think this car is just is made for him. You're probably right, Rowdy, but uh yeah, I think this, this new car has been helping out some of the, the more of the dirt guys. You know, we've seen Chase Briscoe run up front at Auto Club and Tyler Reddick. We probably should have won, but uh, you know, had a tire go down late and uh you know, it was really it was an interesting race, you know, like we well, what I've I've always brought up is the closing rate of those new cars is just uh spectacular. Um, you know, if you go back to the duel with Joey Logano and Chris Busher when uh, Joey tried to block Chris and wrecked himself. So, uh, you know, and, of course, the the contact between Larson and Chase Elliott on Sunday, last Sunday. So um, still got to – got, I kind of want to see a little more about this new car, see how it, it, it'll – you know, how Vegas goes. And I think I think Vegas will kind of be the, 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 um, 
kind of the turning point, kind of how we're going to see how we're going to do on a mile and a half this year. Well, Kyle, you know, you said it, but it'd take two or three races besides excluding the class. You can't get nothing. I mean, that was good for hopefully for driving more people to NASCAR, but you, you, I mean, and it was a decent race. I'm surprised they didn't tear up more than they did, but when you don't have a whole lot to work with, you, you're kind of more mindful of what you got, but you go into Daytona, uh, wasn't that good for them, but they go into home, what auto club and they was right there racing. And, and, you know, the whole deal is parody where everybody can kind of go, the, the bottom feeders can come to the top and Kyle, it looks like we've seen a lot of that too, hadn't we? We have Rowdy, and uh, you know it's been really interesting so far to uh, see that thing going on with the new car. So um, you know we've had some testing already with it, in Charlotte, and um, I know once we hit these mile and a halfs, I know they're going to probably be the, they're the bread and butter of the schedule, and um, kind of interested to see how how it's going to turn out, even on the road courses. You know how that's going to be. Um, Kyle Larson is the early uh, favorite to win Las Vegas from the from Bet Online. So uh looks like uh, Kyle Larson's the early favorite in Vegas, uh, no pun intended. So, uh, you know, the Vegas favorite for, uh, you know, he's the defending winner of the race. You know, this is this is really the first one that got his whole season started last year. And, um, you know, to come out and win the second week isn't too shabby either. So um, good start for the five team this year. And uh, we'll see how Vegas turns out. And I think Rowdy has our guest on the line. So, uh, Rowdy, when you get a chance, take it away, all right? So, uh, Vegas coming up this week. Uh, like I said, we have the Onion on there. And, uh, Rowdy, you have our next guest. I do, Kyle. We've got the race director of the Alabama 200, Nicholas Rogers. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Nicholas. How you doing today, sir? Man, Nicholas, I, listen, any day that you're at the racetrack and you get to hear cars go around is a good day, and I got to do that today at Montgomery Motor Speedway. Good deal, yes, sir. That makes for a good day for sure. Man, the weather is going to be perfect, a beautiful facility, and I can envision Saturday nothing but full of people. Let's talk about what you got going on this weekend, Nicholas. Man, we, you know, it, it's shaping up to be, you know, one of the best Alabama 200s in my recollection anyway. I mean, the, the field is strong, as you can see. We're sitting at 41 paid entries. I just hung up the phone with the possible 42nd that may be coming. Sure, we'll lose a couple, as we always do, for one reason or another, to be expected. But still going to be a great field of cars and, honestly, just a very stout field of race cars. I mean, you look through that list, you can pick out 20 or 25 names pretty easy that could go win that race on Saturday. Well, Nicholas, being able to go and hang out with the promoters, and, you know, when people call into their office, you know what the first thing they ask them, how many entries do you have? Man, you've got the entries for this weekend, don't you? Oh, absolutely, and you're correct. I mean, that's that's what you hear a lot of times. I mean, I'll never forget several years back I had a reporter that 
I asked if he was going to come cover one of our events, and he said, well, he said it would be entry list dependent. And that kind of stuck with me, and I still rib him about it to this day. And just by chance, he's actually going to be there Saturday, so I guess it was good enough he could come back this year. But, no, it does. It, it helps get make sure people know they can come in and see a good show. And, I mean, this day and age, I mean, you know, 20 and 25 car fields is what we're happy with, and, I mean, that makes for good events and good racing. Um, you know, and just the economy has got us to where that's the norm. And, I mean, when you have a car show up like this, that over 40 have entered, you just know you have something major that's fixing to take place. And, I mean, the support division, we've got one that's a little over 22, I think 22 or 23 with the modified. I think we hit 17 or 18 with the outlaws today prepaid. And some of them are, you know, known to not pay until they get to the racetrack. So that's definitely would go up from there, I would believe. So going to be a great night of racing. Yeah. Nicholas, you know, I've seen a lot of tracks. I roll in there. Your place looks like a family-oriented stands where you could let the kids do what they want to do while you're watching racing. Man, I, I, I tell you, with the weather and the kids being cooped up, you got a great weekend to, to go come see some racing. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, Montgomery is a jewel of a place, and I mean, Stan Nerson, you know, you're not going to find a harder-working promoter anywhere. I mean, I, I'm blessed to work with some very, very good promoters with him and Tim Bryant, among others, and, you know, John Dykes at the Rattler and people like that, and, and Stan is one of them that he does a lot of it himself. He has very little help during the week, and he just keeps that place in tip-top shape, and better than it has been in, in a number of years. And, I mean, this the, the field that you see showing up in the event we're going to put on Saturday is a testament to just how hard Stan works and how dedicated he is to this sport. And uh, I'll challenge anybody to find a promoter that, that's harder working or, or willing to do more for the competitors than Stan. Hey, Nick, you got Kyle here. Um, you know, how, how did the day go at, at Montgomery on Thursday? How was it overall? I'm actually not there. I'm still in Pensacola at my house trying to get paperwork and pre-assigned stuff and getting everything ready to be able to come up and put on this event. We'll leave out early in the morning to get there before the gate opens, uh, trying to get tech stuff done and, and transponders and all the stuff assigned that you got to do to make the weekend smoother for the competitors. Talked to Stan a while ago, and, I mean, he was very, very happy. You know, uh, largest turnout we've had for a, a private practice day like this. You know, the tire limits are kind of dictating how some of this takes place. And, you know, the, anybody that was there today didn't get an advantage over anybody that's just going to show up tomorrow because if you've got a set of tires now, you're not getting another set tomorrow. And that's something we're all facing. And, you know, it, it, it's probably as positive and every, you know, everything is in this sport, whether it be pro or super or even on the local level, everything's strong. We've seen that at Speed Weeks. The tire dilemma is what's really catching us all to a point. We're having to restructure some of our things to make them happen to even have the event. So, uh, for what we're going through, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better for a better kickoff to it on a prelim day like today. What's 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 your favorite racetrack that you've been to? Man, it's you know, it's hard to say. I mean, I you know, growing up mile from Five Flags Speedway, that was always my home track and my favorite. I mean, Nashville had just been one of the that you looked at, and it just looked fast, and it looks impressive to do. You know, I've been fortunate to work races at Bristol and other places, and it's, it's hard to narrow one down, and I think a lot of it's dependent on what kind of car is on it. I mean, I've seen some incredible 
super modified races years ago at Volusia when they were down there. I mean, it, it's it's kind of what, depending on the car, they suit tracks better, and I've seen great races at a lot of racetracks. My last question for you is, uh, who, who's your favorite, early favorite for the race on Saturday? Man, if I was to pick a favorite, I'd get lynched in a driver's meeting. I mean, but like I say, you can look at, you know, 20 or 25 guys. you got Christopher Tullis, you know, won this race last year, our champion. I mean, he's going to be strong. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Justin Bonnet's had good runs up there, you know, scrolling this century list. Hunter Robbins, you know, winner 14 or 15, I believe it's 14 when Hunter won the Alabama 200s coming back again with Ronnie Sanders. Uh, you know, Matthew Craig, I mean, Matt's had horrible luck up there, but he's always fast. Um you know, Justin South coming back to join us. Haven't seen Justin in a while. I'm glad to see him back. Jack Smith coming out of the north up there with the Burbas. I mean, that that's going to be a great, great entry. Uh, Dakota Street, Caden Honeycutt, Hine. And who can do it without walking away, not looking at Stephen Nasty? I mean, <laughs> there's some I named out, and that, that's leaving a ton out that could have an incredible day. And you're exactly right, Nick. And let me tell you, let's, let's talk about – your sponsors for the race before we get going here man i'm gonna do you a major disservice there because i don't have all that information i mean we've, we've got some good partners in bama budweiser and, and you know the knoxes with their concrete companies and everything up there and uh, stan is stan is the promotional guy that can that can run all your sponsors down we did have Ernest performance come in for us a halfway award helping us out there uh, you know, lots of good things. I mean, a lot of dedicated people that help us at that racetrack, and I wish I had a list of them handy, but I don't. What about where can they keep up with you and find out where to get tickets this weekend? Uh, you can follow, you know, any of our social media channels are pretty active with our Facebook at Montgomery Motor Speedway. Uh, MontgomeryMotorSpeedway.com has all the information active on it as well. We will be live on Race Monitor and you know, this is going to be one of those you're going to want to come out and see folks in person because it's going to be impressive. But if you can't, you can always catch it on Racing America Live for Saturday's program. They will carry it live and do a good job, as they always do for us up there. Well, I'm telling you, if you cannot make the race, race Racing America is is the best way to go because, I mean, you, it's an affordable package, isn't it, Nick? It is, especially, you know, they a ton of the races that used to be pay-per-views, and, I mean, I can look at a lot of our super late model races on the Southern Super Series side, I do. You know, they were just some pay-per-views. Now, majority of those races are part of the ten ninety-nine a month or whatever it is now for their monthly, you know, plan, and that comes with probably another 50 races, 100 races a year that you can watch. So, I mean, it's for the, for the value as a, you know, race fan as I am and as many of them as I'm a part of and I pay to watch, Racing America by far is the best value for the money. Absolutely. And, guys, uh, I appreciate y'all being part of the show and looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, Nick. Enjoyed it. Appreciate y'all having me on and hope to see everybody out with us this weekend. I, I guarantee you, best weather that we've had in a long time. Thanks a lot, Nick. Thanks, Nick. Thank y'all. All right, guys. All right. Kyle, what a night, man. We're going we gonna to hit, keep hitting this three and four a night. If that's all right with you. That works for me. All right. Well, Kyle, what you got to close us out? Man, I'm I'm getting ready to to uh do something crazy here in We Tonka. Well, Rowdy, uh 
just to wrap up last weekend, the icebreaker at Lincoln Speedway, uh, won by Freddie Raymer, Brent Marks second, Anthony Macri third. That's your podium. Uh, opening day at Port Royal Speedway, Saturday, March 6th, this sat, or excuse me, this Sunday, March 6th, uh, the opener, 5,000 to win for the 410 sprints. And then su- Sunday, March 13th, the opener at Williams Grove. Uh, then the weekend after is the icebreaker at uh, Sealands Grove for the short track super series. And then back to Sealands Grove on se- on Sunday, March 27th for the 410 sprint opener there. Should be really good. Uh, Sealands Grove's never a bad track to race at, so I uh, know Brent Marks will be there. So um, got a lot of star power coming, and you'll get Danny Dietrich and the rest of the PA posse. So looking forward to everything, Rowdy. Well, Kyle, full weekend, three series racing at Las Vegas, and uh, I expect to probably three new winners, three more to put in the ring for the championship Kyle I don't know how it's going to shake out but it's going to shake out the way it is but guys I'll be here at Montgomery Motor Speedway covering this and uh, going to be doing some lives follow, subscribe got some stuff I'm fixing to put down on TikTok right now so until Monday night we bring some kind of winner in the show Kyle on Monday night We'll be back. Appreciate it, Kyle. Thanks a lot for being part of it tonight. No problem, Rowdy. Let me. Thanks for letting me come on. Man, Kyle, we're Rowdy Strong, man. <laughs>